The idea of becoming a solopreneur has grown by leaps and bounds. Many people enjoy the idea of working for themselves while running a business that is manageable, one where they can set their own hours and do all the work by themselves. If you are looking to become a solopreneur, you're not going to want to miss these top three secrets that Devon and I have for you in episode 62 of the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast. What does it take for you to be great? Keep it a hundred, bro, you know the answer. Pursuing your purpose, creating profits, building legacy. Anything less, how could you even fathom? Just sit back and imagine all that can truly happen when you pursue your passions. Yeah. So eliminate distractions and get back to that action. That's the law of attraction. You gotta build a team to build a dream. Family, faith, and focus counsel can only build a king. Are you prepared to reign? Cause whether you weather the weather, the weather won't change. Uh, whether you weather the weather, your weather won't change. Uh, say true to the vision. Say true to the mission. Gotta get to the finish. Take a moment to listen. And come and see it through our eyes. We'll show you what it means to live uncompromised. We're uncompromised. 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 Welcome back to the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast presented to you by the Uncompromising Coaches Group. Do you have that entrepreneurial spirit? Are you constantly thinking about ways to create value and build new businesses? Are you trying to find innovative ways of doing business to replace old, outdated ones? If you are, then we are talking to you, to the people out there that are looking to regain that entrepreneurial birthright and in doing so, pursue purpose, create profits, and build a legacy. I am Jimmy Gonzalez Jr., and as always, I am joined by my co-host, Devon Watts. And if you are a new or one of our loyal listeners, please feel free to rate and review this podcast. And if you're watching on our YouTube channel, we would love for you to like this video and, of course, subscribe to our channel as well. And then share. Share this with another entrepreneur that you know will definitely benefit from this content, uh, from all of the episodes, and specifically this one, as we break down for you again top three secrets of successful solopreneurs uh, yeah man yeah so today is uh, just a little uh, i guess kind of behind the scenes we usually record uh, a week ahead uh, of the episode actually dropping uh, but I, I just want to like we're excited because there's a lot of things to be excited about in general but it is national podcasting day so to me that has me even that much more fired up about doing today's podcast 
Yeah, actually, um, so fired up in fact that I think we recorded like another two episodes worth of content <laughs> in pre-production yes. um, for sure, which is why this offering is going to be a much more focused offering uh, for our listeners. No need to get into the pleasantries. Um, I came in today a little bit, um, jet I would say jet lagged slightly mm -hmm. um, off of um, you know traveling here recently, but all of that has been shaken off and I'm wide awake, wide awake. Because we got to talking about uh, business and entrepreneurship and investing and, you know, again, some of the plays that we have in the works and uh, some good news around those things. And um, that's enough to get you fired up. So I am ready to get to it and start sharing with our listeners these top three secrets to solopreneur success. Yes. So we are, as promised, we're going to jump right in and start with number one. So the number one secret that we have for you. A lot of us as solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, visionaries, we have these these broad visions and, and big ideas about what we can do and, and who we can serve and how we can serve them. But the number one secret that we have for you is to aim small. There's a lot of business owners that really want to aim big and make their business as large as possible. If that's your goal, then really you're, which is a great idea, but you're really talking about now being an entrepreneur or a small business owner instead, or maybe a large business owner, depending on how big and grandiose that vision is that you have. If you really like the idea of being a solopreneur and just want to make enough to really support yourself, your family, whatever that situation is that you have for yourself, and without the hassle of a big business, then you really should be aiming a little bit smaller and let the rest take care of itself as you continue to build out this business and allow it to gain momentum. Um, and this also can take a lot of pressure off of you and makes the, the process of running your business that much easier. Again, when you have a much more laser-like focus, and at least at the beginning, you aim small. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this a little bit in prior uh, episodes or um, even with our coaching clients that are you know, kind of going through our Purpose of Profits program about the power of really ni niching down mm -hmm. uh, when you're talking about starting your business and laying out your goals and what you're focusing on. Um, you know, you know, we obviously talked a little bit about the fact that, you know, prior to, you know, us recording this episode, we were talking about all the things that we have in flight and the progress that's being made in those areas and how exciting that is. And I think it's important, you know, kind of a little behind the scenes, uh, look for our listeners, for you all to understand that the progress and the plays and the things that are coming to fruition today were a part of the game plan a year and a half, two years ago. But because we were so focused on aiming small and making sure that we were focused and kind of making, you know, tangible progress in a more niche down focused um, approach mm -hmm. that it's just now that we're starting to make some of these plays. And, you know, I, I take it back to um, why aiming small is so important, you know, not just in business, but just in general. Uh so everybody knows my pops comes from law enforcement. It comes from uh, military, which means that at a very early age, I was introduced to um, to guns, mm -hmm. obviously to educate myself, to make sure that he felt confident with having these type of weapons uh, in the home. And that I also understood that these are not um, toys, but they're for protection and how to use them properly in the whole nine. And I, I go back to learning, um, you know, as as a teenager, what it took to, you know, put your bullet on target downrange 
when you really look at it in terms of scale, because I remember having these kind of naive thoughts as a child. I'm like, well, man, the, the target is so huge. The paper is so huge and the bullet's so small, man. Hey, it can't be that hard to hit this thing. Uh, and so, of course, you go up there with all the confidence and the gusto in the world and, you know, you go through your process and you're not really refined or focused on aiming and aiming and what you're focusing on or your mechanics of um, shooting your shot. Because you think, man, how can I miss the thing is so big the bullet so small it's going to hit something. And I remember emptying the clip and not a single one hit target. <laughs> and and the and so some of you guys may be able to relate to this and then the shame of having to hit the button that and like as the as like slowly rolls back the zzz, everybody watching like man there's no holes in that thing like <laughs> and you're just like hurry hurry up and get back here hurry up and get back here so right um and then pops really breaking down to me like the importance of sight alignment of what are you aiming for of making sure that you're focused on your target like you know, you, you you know, walk me through your process. Why do you have both eyes open? You're trying to consume the entire target, but really you need to look smaller than that. What are you aiming for? You're aiming center mass. You're aiming here, mm-hmm. right? You're aiming to hit this. This is why we have these points. This is why you focus on that. This is why you focus on your, um, <clears throat> your, your mechanics of, you know, your trigger squeeze and all this other stuff. Like all of those things are important factors in making sure that this bullet this small bullet hits that what you assume to be a large target, but then you realize all it takes is being off an inch or a millimeter here and there, and you're totally off target. And so for me, a lot of those concepts apply directly when we're talking about our business, because when you look at it and you hear people you know, say this all the time and Shark Tank or if they're breaking down your, their ideas to, the, to you and they, nev- they haven't really taken the time to refine what space that they're going to play in, they start talking to you about how large the industry is and you know, how many people and there's, you know, there's billions of dollars every single day and da, 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 da. And so you can quickly spot somebody who is approaching it with the same mindset that young teenage adolescent, you know, Devon did of, well, man, the target is so big that this, even if I do something small, it's bound to hit it, even if I'm not aiming properly. Um, And then you follow up with them. You find out that they're not making progress. They're not being successful. They're discouraged. They're not making inroads. They haven't you know made any, um, any money doing what they're doing. And again, it's because their mechanics of shooting their shot in this space, for lack of a better uh, term, or to stick with the analogy, um, their mechanics of shooting their shot is totally off base because they're not aiming small. They're not focused on sight alignment. They're not focused on the mechanics and the disciplines that's associated or necessary in order to run your business properly. And so the best thing that you can do as a solopreneur in order to have immediate success, accelerated success, that Mm -hmm. means monetizing very quickly, is aim small and master that space. And once you have those disciplines refined and once you have it mastered and once you are starting to see success, right, then figure out what is the next target that you're aiming for. And you rinse and repeat and you rinse and repeat and you rinse and repeat. And then by the time you do that, when you finally have to bring the target back in close, you realize that every single shot you've taken has been center mass and you've carved out a nice little beautiful hole (laughs) <laughs> right. Beautiful hole in your target because of the discipline that you've had with um, aiming small. Yeah. Aiming small. And, and like you said, having that laser like focus. What I love about that is, you know, thinking about the, the journey that we've been taking the fellows on in uh, our program from purpose to profits and where where we're at right now, which is module four and and capitalizing. Right. So now we're starting to talk about 
the possibilities for a diff, uh, different streams of revenue. But first thing is first, you know, what, what is the, the foundation of the business and making sure that you're at a good pace? Like you said, now we're, we're monetizing. We have a community. We have this tribe that we've built out. And once you've established yourself now, how do I then start to venture out? And like you said, find a different target to open up more services and products that I can offer to this tribe that I have. So I uh, know that was a perfect analogy, but I love I love the that story and, and how you broke that down for us, for sure. Um, so that's that's the first secret that we have for you, right? To help you find solopreneur success. Uh, the second one, I think for really for all of this is less is more. Less is more. Uh, if you've known us for, a, you know, a significant amount of time, especially if you work with us in the past, uh, less is more is definitely a concept that we've taught and we've talked about in a number of different spaces. But what I mean by less is more here is do less selling. Right. It's not about being marketing, uh, you know, kind of have that 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 salesy vibe to what you're doing uh, or focusing so much on marketing that that's how your message is truly coming across. Like I'm just trying to sell, sell, sell. There's opportunities for that, but it's really about connection. It's about engaging with your tribe. Uh, like we said in episode 60 and we talked about sharing your knowledge. It's about sharing your knowledge. Uh, making sure that you are you're putting yourself in that spot of the expert as the go to person and in doing those things you're you're building trust you're getting people to know you to like you and trust you and as you do that you don't have to worry about selling now there may come a point right where I have to get on a sales call depending on what your your services are but by that time this is a warm conversation because of the process and everything you've done leading up to that um, there's so many people out there that you know are are vying for your tribe's uh, attention do as less selling as possible again build connections be authentic with your message and who you are so part of that is knowing your purpose and your passion which we're going to get to in a minute but when you when you're coming across with that authenticity again it's just going to be so much more easier for you to then express what it is that you have to offer uh, and because that trust is there it's going to be so much more of an easier process to get that person to then, you know, not just trust you with their time and attention, uh, but also trust you with their dollars as they look to invest. Yeah, man, I, I think about um, our most recent NBA episode. And if our listeners um, haven't had an opportunity to check it out, I'm talking about the episode where we uh, spoke with Alan C. Paul, uh, author, podcast, creator, musician, and creative, um, mm -hmm. and creative just general creative. Um, you know, um, and spending some time with him. And there's um, one of the many things that he said, because he dropped a bunch of golden nuggets. But one of the things that um, I really um, loved hearing was he talked about how he went from being a, a elementary music school teacher um, and ultimately coming to the realization that, hey, you know what? I need to transition to something else because my livelihood is tapped or capped by individuals who don't understand the value that I bring to the table. Right. Those folks that are on the school board and they're making those decisions around what the maximum pay could be for for a teacher. And with transitioning to this new endeavor as an entrepreneur and pulling together, coalescing all of the things he's learned along the way as a musician, as a teacher um, in these different um, spaces. You know, he said something, he said it quickly, but I think it was powerful, which is, you know, um, I love teaching. I still do. I just pared down my class size. Mm. 
And uh, I when I when I hear that, I just immediately think about for for me what it really means at the end of the day as an entrepreneur when it comes down to our our philosophy around selling and connection. It is it is that it is being still passionate about teaching and paring down your class size to say I'm focusing on my tribe, on my true thousand fans and educating them as much as possible around the problems that they're facing, the solutions that exist to those problems. And when I do a great job of educating them that I have the solution to those problems, then they're coming to me to for support and implementing the solution because they know what they're buying. So I don't have to sell you or convince you that I can solve it. I've demonstrated the capabilities to solve it. And what they've said is, all right, you know, this person knows how to solve it and I don't have the time, the resources or the capacity to go and execute those plays myself. So let me invest in them and have them execute it for me on my behalf. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, or maybe they just need some additional handholding and support throughout the process. And so when it, when we talk about uh, doing less selling, it's because we're really talking about putting a bigger emphasis on doing more educating. And if you're educating properly and if you're engaging in conversations with your community, authentic conversations with your community about the challenges that are in front of you, the things that you're passionate about and all and what all of that looks like, then uh, the the your tribe will naturally grow. Your tribe will naturally grow and you'll be able to find ways you'll, you'll be able to find easy ways to start monetizing it because folks will be approaching you, mm-hmm. you know, uh, check in hand saying, Hey, I need you to go do this for me. Now I need your help in being able to do this. Right. Um, and so it is really, really important. I think we spend so much time and emphasis, you know, spending energy and hours figuring out how can we, sell and make the sexy commercial and all this other stuff. And we don't spend any time really focusing on the conversation or the quality of content and what we're producing, because you can build the pipeline all you want to. You can have the most elaborate click funnel in the world. But if at the end of the day, when you know somebody goes through your funnel, the final destination is a place that doesn't educate them, doesn't solve a problem, is lacking in information or content, there's no way that you can monetize at all. Like they're going to end up hitting the dead road. It's like leading leading a horse to drink, and the, you know, <clears throat> and the the water source is nothing but a mirage. Uh, at the end of the day, um, you can expend all the effort you want in convincing them to come along. The reality is that horse is still going to leave thirsty. And you know what will ultimately happen with entrepreneurs is, I mean, especially in the marketplace is. The marketplace are also evangelists, meaning when they come and they find out that there's nothing to drink here, they're not just walking away from the the watering hole. They telling people on the way back, hey, ain't nothing at the end of this. Like, I just want you to don't waste your time. Ain't nothing there for you. You're going to be thirsty. I'm thirsty right now. And I'm trying to go find some water. And so now you start to do irreparable damage to your brand and your reputation mm-hmm. because of that. And so you have to spend um, a substantial portion of your time building out the content, focusing on the creation, focusing on the conversation, focusing on educating. And once you do that and you have a robust offering and you've already started to build your your tribe, those same folks that will be evangelists for you and start to tell it and other folks will naturally come. And then when you add in that sauce of the funnel and refining the delivery, that's where the magic really happens and you're able to start to scale and, and scale significantly in a quick way. So. 
100%. Yeah. So just be more personal, meet the needs of your potential clients, share, look to educate, and then find new ways as you're educating them to to show and talk about the different products and services that you have without selling. And, and when you do that, believe me, see how, how that's really going to make a difference in your efforts and what you're trying to do. Uh, and then, yeah, the word of mouth just exponentially is just going to grow that um, so well. So those are the first two tips that we have for you. These Not tips, but these secrets that we are uh, unveiling for you that are going to help you, again, truly find that solopreneur success. Uh, number three is to find your passion. But even taking a step further is also knowing your purpose, right? That's why we call our program From Purpose to Profits. Because knowing your purpose and having that that north star to follow is really what's going to to keep you passionate about what you're doing, help you get through those challenging times when they come. If you're not passionate about your business, number one, you can't expect other people to be passionate or excited about it if you're not. Uh, And number two, you're going to really find yourself getting tired and getting burnt out fast because there's not... you're just doing things just to do them. Maybe you're just trying to make money, uh, but you're not really passionate about what it is that you're doing. Solopreneurs often are in charge of every aspect of the business that they have, right? So you're going to spend a lot of time around products and services that you plan to offer as a business idea. And it's going to be hard at times because you have so many things on your plate and going on. Um, there's going to be times where you're you're sick. You may be frustrated. You're just tired. Your energy is low. Number one, that's okay because we all go through that. Uh, But the good news is if you are truly passionate about this purpose that you have and this community, this tribe that you're looking to connect with and help and serve, it is going to fuel and help you to get through those challenging times, to to get through those rough days. Um, And hopefully in doing so. I remember when, you know, when we used to coach sales reps back in the day, right? It's like my my goal for you, my desire for you is that as you improve that you have more good days and you do bad days because we know what's going to mm-hmm. happen. Like it's it's just part of the the process, it's part of the cycle, but the key is how do I do my best again to have more good days than I do bad days. When you know your purpose and you are passionate about what you're doing, you're going to find yourself in a space where you're having more good days and bad days. And I think part of that, too, is being able to find the silver lining, even in some of the challenges, because you know that it's all feeding into your purpose and what you're trying to do for folks. Um, so, yeah, really, again, make sure that you're finding that 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 passion and that purpose of what you're doing to help you, again, get through all of those different situations that inevitably you're going to come across. Yeah, and I, I know you and I, we, we've shared this with folks um, on numerous occasions throughout, you know, just kind of the years of coaching and working with individuals, whether it's entrepreneurs um, in the life space or working with sales reps directly and uh, helping out organizations as they, you know, they're trying to drive top line revenue for themselves. But, mm-hmm. you know, we we focus so much on having the clearly defined passion or purpose, a clearly defined purpose. Um, and ensuring that people are operating in a space that they're passionate about because um, it's those two things that are also the catalyst to be able to help you get through the adversity that inevitably is going to come with what we're tackling, like what we're mm-hmm. building out. Um, I know that typically, uh, you know, when you hear folks talk about entrepreneurship, um, it comes with this connotation either to, uh, it's on two, two ends of the spectrum, either it's 
super social media glamorized and glitzified and, you know, uh, everybody is, you know, a boss from day one and, you know, I'm, you know, you know, rolling in the dough and, you know, working for myself. I'm never turning back all this other stuff. Right. Um, so you got that, that, that one end of the spectrum and the other end of the spectrum is also the folks that are entrepreneurs that over, uh, over glorify the, um, self the the thanklessness of the the journey and how hard it is and um you know they almost want to um elevate you know elevate their accomplishments by you know making it seem like you know look at how strong i am to survive in this hellscape that is entrepreneurship and the reality is that um it can be a combination of both of those those um, you know instances uh, depending on the moment, and most of the time it's a little bit more in the you know in the middle. It's, it's mm-hmm. not as extreme as those things are uh, lead you on to believe. But when it is those hellscape type moments, it truly is you know affirming yourself and centering yourself in what your passion is and your purpose is that allows you to continue to do the work necessary in order to get through it. Um, you know, I, I think about how, you know, because we've had conversations with folks and, you know, when you ask them, like, is this something you're passionate about? Um, you all, It almost sometimes comes across as if you just ask them, like, what is the meaning of life? And, you know, they have the kind of this existential crisis of, you know, what does it mean to be and be a human? Like, just because you're asking them, hey, are you pa-, like what you're doing? Are you passionate about? Um, and for me, I feel like, you know, if if you are passionate about it, that's a very clear answer. Um, it's actually evident in your actions uh, because, you know, when you're passionate about something and it's your purpose, these are things that you are talking about, you're living, you're breathing, you're researching, you're you're enthralled in for free because you're just wired that way. Like mm-hmm. the fact that we had a two hour pre pod convo about entrepreneurship, about the business, about plays, about everything from um, crypto NFT plays to um, you know, um, investing, angel investing, all of these different things that we're, that that we we touched on in that time frame. These are conversations and things that we're actively researching and talking about and discussing whether the mic is on, the camera's on or not. Like this is how you know we are passionate about this. These are the things that we live, breathe, sleep, we occupy, we master, we study, we we. When you're passionate, when you're passionate about something and you know it's your purpose, you seek out the areas that you are ignorant in, mm-hmm. right? Be, because you're humble enough to say, all right, if I know this component of it, I got to find the portions of it where I know absolutely nothing about because I must learn more. I need to learn more, right? And so I think that's so critically important for our solopreneurs as you're going out into these spaces because it is easy to if you Google or if you hell if you listen to um, one of our most recent cold brew and convos episodes, we give you the play of like the top ten solopreneur gigs, um, and even provide you some of the rates that people are making per gig or per hour. Mm-hmm. And it can be very easy to you know find kind of those payouts attractive, and you say, oh man, I don't know nothing about of uh, you know video creation or content creation or website building, and I don't really care about it, but. I care about the $64 an hour, the $200 per website or $400 per website. And I I would just caution anybody who's thinking like that. If it's not truly a passion for you, 
you may get a, sl- a short lick. You may come up on a short lick, but it's not going to be a long-term play for you. Because mm-hmm. what happens when you inevitably run into the adversity that comes with all of those endeavors? Because they're not easy to do. What happens when you don't have clean graphics? You know, if you're not into audio engineering or podcasting, what happens when you don't have clean audio? Mm-hmm. Right? We've had to go through those struggles and clean it. You know, cleaning up video content, clean up audio content, the uh, the unexpected and you know, what could, you know, on a good day be an easy one hour edit turns into four hours, five hours splicing, uh, doing punches, all this other stuff. And if you're not passionate about any of that, bro, you are not going to want to sign up for that. Where you're just going to leave it be and you're going to you're going to produce poor quality and your your audience is going to receive poor quality and it's going to be a reflection of how much you care. Facts. And if you don't care then why would I care about what you're building? Why would I care about being with you for this journey? And so I just think mm-hmm. it is important, like find your passion and live in that. And we are fortunate enough to be in a beautiful time, a beautiful, I know you guys have heard us mention this before. We gonna mention it again because it is real and we gonna make sure you get it through your thick skull. If, you, if, if you're hard headed about it, right. Is we live in a beautiful time where literally almost any passion you have can be monetized today. Yeah, I remember hearing my parents run their mouth about, boy, why you sitting up there on them games all day? They ain't no good going to come for that. You're turning your brain to mush. Da, 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 da. Now look at it. The same controllers that people use to play video games and I was using to play GoldenEye and Mario Kart and uh, and Super Nintendo is the same controls that doctors are using to, to perform keyhole surgeries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and maybe I didn't want to be a doctor, right? But the same folks that are grinding and figuring out the intricacies of these video games are now monetizing by doing uh, live streams and streaming platforms and putting their content out there and being content creators and still playing games. Right. But making money off of that and Mm -hmm. making money off their content because it's entertaining, it's engaging, or maybe they're giving tutorials or breakdowns. The amount of um, YouTube uh hours that my oldest geo consumes just watching video game cheats and hacks like uh jimmy knows because i i let him you know, use uh the desktop computer here that we use for like our podcast work and i happen to be logged in on uh, our uh company uh email account for the youtube and uh he went in there one day he's like man what's all this search uh, Minecraft? What is Devon looking well, at? He's doing only videos on our YouTube homepage. <laughs> yeah, it was Geo just watching. You know these these uh, content creators who are breaking down, you know, tips and tricks and secrets and how to overcome all of these things. Like when I was growing up, the the play was to buy the um, to buy the player's guide. You know, yes. they would try and upsell you. You buy the game, and then the the player's guide was right there. It was pr- produced by the company, and you'd be able to read through it. And okay, this is how I do it, and this is how I overcome this level. And now look at how that's elevated where now it's not produced by the company anymore. It's all these content creators and people who are passionate about gaming that have figured out how to do this. And they're going to give you step-by-step guides, but now they're going to do it with personality and you're going to watch them do it live. And all of these folks are getting millions of views and monetizing and sponsorships and all this stuff. So we're just at a beautiful time where literally any passion that you may have, you can monetize. Um, and so there's no need to operate in anything outside of your passion to make money, right? Focus on doubling down on living in your passion and figure out how to monetize that. And you're going to go a hell of a lot further than doing something that you're lukewarm on and hoping that you can make a quick buck. 
Absolutely. And again, you'll have more good days than you do bad days. So you'll be able to make a nice profit off of what you're doing to be able to support yourself. Uh, and, and also remember, as a solopreneur, yeah, you're running the business by yourself, but that doesn't mean that you don't have help, right? It doesn't mean you don't have this inner circle. Maybe you have an accountant. Uh, maybe you have a coach. You have people that are helping you to get through some of those challenges and hard times that you're going to have to make sure that you're, you're continuing to make profit and be able to support yourself and your family and your endeavors. Uh, so being a solopreneur, it, it really is a great way to, to start your own business while keeping it manageable and really enjoying what you're doing. Uh, and maybe you're still working on, like you have your passion and you have some skill, but you're developing those skills at the same time and finding fun and excitement in that and using those skills and this passion that you have, again, to serve other people, which is, is providing profit and revenue for yourself again, to be able to, to make sure that you are taking care of yourself, your family, and your endeavors. Um, so some really three uh, fairly simple uh, secrets or tips that we've provided for you guys. If you follow these, again, you really will have no problems in making it through some of those tough times. Again, if you really think about ensuring that one, you aim small, Number two, less is more. So, you know, focus on educating, building engagement, talking to your community and your tribe, building out that referral base and trusting people with that word of mouth so that you're not having to sell. Uh, and then ensuring that not only are you finding your passion, but you know your purpose. And when you marry that uh, with the skill set that you have, again, that that intersection between that skill set and that passion really helps to develop that purpose. That's where things really start to take care, uh, take off for you as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, real quick, I know we're about to close this thing out. When we told the group it'll be a very focused offering. We're definitely going to hold true to that. But I want to make sure that for our audience, you know, I. I just I, I doubled down on this, like you know, Jimmy called out the fact that what we're sharing with you is simple. Uh, it doesn't mean just because it's simple though that it's not impactful. Yes, um, and it's not powerful. I think sometimes we we conflate the complicated solution with the most impactful one, and when you really talk to folks that are having a high level of success, and you at, like you break have them break down their processes. They're able to execute at a high level because the processes in the playbook is simple to follow. It doesn't mm -hmm. require all these complicated or convoluted steps in order to make the play. I just spent, I shared with you guys that I'm coming back in from a business trip a little bit jet lagged. I spent the past about four or five days or so uh, with um, a gentleman who uh, is a um, heavy into real estate. That's kind of been his retirement, his retirement strategy, his retirement plan with him and um, his wife. Um, he's about 10 years out from retiring. He said, hey, I'm going to retire at 55. I'm 45 right now. I'm going to retire at 55 and I'm out the game. I ain't working for nobody else. I'm super good with what I've been building and just having conversations with him about you know, what he's been building and what has been the play for him over these past couple of years. You know, we're talking to somebody who owns 17 properties, 17 of those 17 properties, 14 are fully paid off that he owns outright. They're not mortgaged. They're not financed. That means they are nothing but profit centers for him. Every single time him and his wife decide to rent them out, uh, whether they're short-term rentals, as far as like people using it for vacation and Airbnb or something like that, or long-term rentals where people are staying there for, you know, six months, a year, two year leases, things like that. Um, and when I really asked him like, Hey man, like, 
talk like walk me through your process like how you guys are able to stay on top of these things bro the plays literally the plays he he built to get 17 houses the plays he followed could fit on one hand step by step we're talking about no more than five things and because it was so simple it was easy for them to execute and execute at a high level and rinse and repeat and rinse and repeat and rinse and repeat. Mm. And now he's 10 years out comfortably from being able to to retire, to not have to worry about working for anybody else, to not have to worry about um, you know what his retirement strategy is, what his game plan is for his kids in college or anything like that. Like He's already spent the grind doing that because he's mastered this system, this simple system. That has been impactful in terms of being able to build his legacy and build out this um, this real estate empire, truly real estate empire, I would call it uh, for himself. Uh, and so, again, I ju- I'm, I'm sharing that with our listeners, because as we talk about it, yeah, these steps are simple. That's the that's the that's the key. We're not here to bring you something that's super complicated where you need to have a MBA doctorate thesis to be able to understand how to execute on it. We are giving you the things that are going to be impactful, that are going to be tangible, that actually translate to results. The complicated stuff may sound sexy in an article and great in theory, mm-hmm. right? But uh, actually, I was watching, I don't know if you um, you saw this on um I don't know if you saw this on uh, Instagram or anything like that, but they were sitting down talking to 50, 50 Cent, um, about the business empire that he's been able to build. And he was chopping it up with this guy. And he was like, man, like, you know, uh, talk to like, do you ever feel like when you're in these these situations or like when you were first entering these rooms or whatever that you felt like you were um, you lacked the type of education necessary in order to build out the empire that you've been able to build out? And he said, bro. He said, no, I never felt that way. You know how 50 talk like with the loser. No, I never felt that way. It was just, um, he said, if everything that you needed in order to have a successful business was in the books that they were teaching in uh, the colleges, the professor would be too successful to have time to teach you. (laughs) And um, my takeaway from that is not that there's not value in that type of education. There absolutely is, but... I think sometimes we get so focused on the latest theory and, you know, these, you know, kind of this academic exercises of what can I research and learn and new principal concept when it comes to my business. And we make it way more complicated, too complicated to be able to execute consistently on because it takes a lot to, to do it instead of spending our time really focused on the simple, the simple disciplines that we can consistently execute on at a high level that are going to make the biggest difference in the world for us. And so um, I want to make sure that I share that with our, our audience. Yeah, this is a bit of a shorter offering for sure. More focused offering. I prefer to say, um, and some of these concepts may not seem brand new to you, um, or maybe they are. And if, you know, if you've heard them before, that just shows the value because we're repeating it again, because it means that much master this, Spend your time mastering this. Master this and execute at a high level these simple things and watch how impactful it is for your solopreneur business and your entrepreneur business um, as you continue to grow. Repetition is the mother of learning. So, um, yes, 
If you've heard it before, you'll hear it again and again, just like Devon said, because it is so impactful to what you are trying to do. So to all of our uncompromising entrepreneurs out there, again, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for investing some time with us. Please show us some love, comment, like, and share this episode. If you want to reach out to us, you can do so uh, by going to uncompromisingcoaches.com uh, and you can either email us through there. You can actually sign up if you'd like to, to have a consultation with us. If you have questions that you'd like to talk about, uh, we would love for you to do that. Of course, you can connect with us also uh, at the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Group and our Facebook and also YouTube channel. We'd love for you to, uh, for you to follow us there as well. Um, because we like to engage and we want to hear from you guys. So continue to, to rock with us, continue to follow us. Again, we sincerely, sincerely appreciate that. Uh, and until next time, as always, sincerely, God bless y'all. And please stay encouraged. You have just listened to the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast, hosted by Jimmy Gonzalez and Devon Watts. Thank you. And we hope that you pursue your passion, create profits, and build a legacy. Until next time, y'all.